The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Another year older, but about 20 years wiser. It's my brother, my brother, my 50th episode, Spectacular. This is our one-year anniversary of bringing you, uh, uh, taking your questions, turning them alchemy-like into wisdom. I am your host and oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I I am a a co-host and middlest brother, Travis McElroy. I'm a permanent guest host and the youngest sweet baby brother, Griffin McElroy. Hey guys, Wait. what do we got planned for this super special episode? Because I this I know this is the kind of thing that podcasts they usually don't just let it you know sail by. They usually do something uh, to commemorate. Yeah, well, I have gotten you this special presentation. Okay. If you guys will open your hands right now, you will see the gold watches that I oh, procure. Yeah. I was wondering where that came from. Yeah, that's from me. And, and enjoy. If you see the inscription on the back, just do you see, can you read it? it Go ahead says, and read it out loud. I'm, I'm not embarrassed. Uh, is it this says, Sanskrit? I can't read this. <laughs> no, you just turn it upside it says, down. Oh, it says "great job." Okay. <laughs> it says uh, in quotes "time for laughs." <laughs> and it's, oh, uh, it's laughs love. with four Fs. Mm-hmm. That's what it says. So I got those for you guys. If so you guys will share. look outside, you'll see my uh, one-year anniversary gifts. Uh, I got you both ping pong tables. Whoa! Ooh. Good purchase. Thank you. Uh, um, so, and if you guys will check your mailboxes, you'll have gotten it? the postcards telling you that I donated trees to Jerusalem in your names. <laughs> oh, they need trees so bad over there. I know. They do. It's the treeless wasteland that that where Jesus was born. That's why he hates trees. Hey, uh, let's get into the questions. My girlfriend and I have been dating for seven months now, and we enjoy going out to eat every once in a while. The thing is, when we order the food, she takes it upon herself to order both her food and my food. At first, it was kind of cute, but now it's really starting to bother me. Should I say something to her about it, or is this one of those things I need to let go? Flustered in Florida. Wow, that's so weird. Yeah. I've never heard of that. That's not a thing that people actually do unless they're in like a movie. What well, if what if when she ordered your food you just screamed wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Close, but not right. Let's go with a steak. We were looking for <laughs> steak. It's just maybe she really knows him really well. I I would actually be a big fan of this. I hate deciding what to eat at a restaurant cuz I don't understand the big words like what's a gruyere? What's a gruyere? I think I he probably I, like picks the food. I just think that, like, when the lady comes around, that the, she says, like, he told me earlier that he wanted to have the steak and gruyere, so I'm going to order that for him. Mm-hmm. Maybe, or maybe, <coughs> like, really mean, and she thinks, like, he's overweight and doesn't want to say anything about it, so she's, like, really passive-aggressive. Like, he'll have a salad. Yeah. I'll have the chicken cordon bleu, and Tubby Tubbs over there is going to have a, a shot of wheatgrass and some disapproving looks. 
Somebody skipped his his morning jog, so he gets a mixed green. Um, I I think that you should probably ask out of curiosity, like very uh, non non aggressive. Hey, why do you, why do you do that? Why does that happen every time? Maybe there's a good loving reason for it. What maybe, could the loving reason re- be? Maybe you're really bad at like human interaction, and she's saving you from having to make a fool of yourself in front of the waiter. <laughs> like she knows you're gonna make terrible jokes about how you want your steak done or whatever. I like how do you right. want your steak cooked on the grill? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's trying to prevent that from happening. That's my really name, good. My name is Fred, and I'll be your customer this evening. <laughs> <laughs> Could you steak me? <laughs> um, the first time you guys went out, did did you embarrassingly order things like? I'll have uh, the hamburger because you hold the mustard and put the mayonnaise in a cup next to it and and stuff like that. Maybe she just doesn't (laughs) want to deal with your whininess. Bring me the mayonnaise in a stein, if you could, please. (laughs) I need a thimble full of vinaigrette. If if I see a pickle, I'm going to burn this restaurant down. (laughs) Sorry, Darlene. Uh, I think think you should ask to find out what the reason is. If it's a good reason, eh, it's not worth it. Does it really bother you? What you should do is just completely embrace this, and when your lady orders for you, make eye contact with the waiter, and just give a real slow nod. <laughs> yeah. Like you're inviting him into your... <laughs> that's, it feels like you're inviting him into your relationship. That now there's three of us here. She was correct. <laughs> she is right. Why don't, why don't you turn it into a contest where you tell her, listen, baby, I don't mind... If you keep ordering for me, but I'm going to order for you. <laughs> if I and get if to you... the waiter first, I'm ordering for you. Yeah, or well, it doesn't even have to be like that. You can be like, who knows the other person better? So, like, she'll order something for you, and she'll be like, I think he would like the barbecue bacon onion burger um, from TGI Fridays. And then you'll be like, she'll have cookies. <laughs> and be like, sir, it's 7 o'clock. I know for a fact she hasn't eaten dinner yet because she's at a TGI Fridays. And like, I know what I said. Yeah. She'll have I'll, the cookies, please. She'll have the cookies, please. And a bowl of croutons. <laughs> I get a bowl of croutons, um, some of those cocktail swords. There's one thing about my I, I know about my girl, and that she's got a big race coming up, and she's got a carb. Got a carb up. <laughs> uh, Croots, please. <laughs> Just carber. Uh, I, the, it's another question. Uh, I, I don't have a feminine while. I'm not sure what happened. Please help me. How do I attain some feminine wile skills? I'm a girl if that helps. It does. Yes. So yeah, cer- yeah certainly. Forgetting feminine wiles. Um, Every woman has feminine wiles. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know that movie Stella Got Her Groove Back? Mm-hmm. Just go watch that and do exactly what Angela Bassett does. Mm-hmm. I don't think that it's something like... It's not like a list of things you know how to do. It's not like a skill you pick up at summer camp. It's just something like that is the, that is a term that's used to describe like what Travis, women I, 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 do in I, society. I have to ask, where did you acquire that knowledge? Where did you acquire that knowledge that it's not a thing that ladies learn at summer camp? Because I could totally see a lady going to summer camp and mm-hmm. then that's when she learns how to fucking work it. Isn't that what finishing school is? Where they I teach you how to fucking see. work it? Yeah. Like so you you're saying, f- like, in middle school, when they separated, like, the boys and girls to watch different movies, the boys yeah. were off watching the uncomfortable movie about pubic hair, but yeah, the girls we- were totally watching movies about how to, like, work it? The girls yeah. actually get a class uh, by RuPaul, 
who comes in and just teaches them how to work. You know, just find to work. find their how to find their fears, how to find their bliss, and just chase it. You know, chase mm-hmm. that bliss. <laughs> <laughs> we had to look at horrifying pictures that still haunt me to this day of vivisected cocks. Like this is if you would lathe your cock, this is what it would look like. Yeah, right, if you just exactly. split it right down the middle, right down the prime meridian, and then they got RuPaul teaching them how to make it work. Right, exactly. That's exactly. Bullshit. At the end, there was like a fashion show on a catwalk. So maybe our maybe our listener missed that day of school. Oh, were you sick? That's were you sick possible. that day on on Make It Work Day? Uh, what was the name of that show that was on MTV that, that they taught the guys how to be like players? And it was, but it was hosted by the guy who wore like goggles and like furry top hats. <laughs> I think it's like the, the America's Next Great Pickup Artist. The pickup the, artist. The maybe? pickup artist. Yeah, ma'am. What 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 fucking douche chills I got? I, how, I had a winter of douche chills. How are you helping our our writer? <laughs> I'm here? saying that maybe you call that guy up. And be like, maybe he knows a thing or two about the lady game. Like, how he to can make never it. do that. He can I, never do. It. He only knows how to work that system the one way. If he tried to see it from the other side, it would turn him gay. No, but this is like a. It's like a. You hire a bank robber to do your your vault security. Oh I'm, shit! I'm saying yeah. he knows all about how to how to pick it up. It is so much easier for girls, though, right? Like guys it takes it takes whole reality shows to teach them how to work their you know how to work their something. Girls like. Didn't we establish like just flash a boob, right? Yeah. Like you just well, don't do that. Don't do that. Obviously but you could. That. I think with guys, a, it's like it's like teaching them an elephant how to paint. Like you can do it. It just takes a lot of work, and a lot of commitment <laughs> from the elephant. Ladies where, are like like mad sexy. They're right. like super sexy. All of them, a hundred percent. Guys, we don't have like unless I blast my core like Bradley Cooper style. <laughs> Unless me and Coop hit up the gym and do some yoga lotties and blast our pecs and cores, just wail on them. Or even Bradley Whitford style. Any of those styles. See, that's my jam. Forever, I would take a Bradley Whitford core at this forever point. Forever a Whitford, marry a Cooper. <laughs> you monsters. Um, so, find RuPaul, pay top dollar. Uh, it's your fault you shouldn't have been absent that day. Yep. Cover girl, turn to... The left. Griffin. All things all things just keep getting better, you guys. Yeah. On this our fiftieth episode. I have so many good ones. How about Oh, this is good. This is an appropriate segue. Uh this one was sent in by Cosmo Doodle Cat. Thank you. Okay. Uh-huh. It's by Yahoo Answers user Bay Harbor Butcher. Oh good. Who asks who asks terrifyingly? I am thinking about doing this to 25 women this upcoming week. What? This can't end well for the Bay Harbor Butcher. I am trying to build my confidence so that I can start meeting women when I am out and about, like a store, for example. I usually find myself talking slash flirting with women when I'm out, but never know if I'm uh, taking their kindness the wrong way. So I always end up just leaving without a number slash email. So this is my plan. I'm going to walk up to 25 women and say, hi, I just wanted to tell you that I think you're beautiful. Have a great day and walk away. How would you feel if some random guy did that to you? Additional Dirty. details. Additional details. I'm okay looking. Not a supermodel. <laughs> Listen. Hey. There's hey. so many fallacies. So many. Riddled with plot holes. The question <laughs> is. 
let's start from the beginning, from the opening, some the 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 the, the nomenclature misstep that you've made here. Bay Harbor Butcher, like uh, that's that's your line, that's your handle, it's your tag. It's his great face. Do you mind if I take it? Ugh. I'm planning on doing this to 25 women. I'm going to chop them up and hide them around the city. Can you catch me? I don't think you can. Can I, I, can I add you to Facebook? By which I mean the book that I'm making out of faces. <laughs> I'm confused by his premise. His premise is that he often talks slash flirts with these women and leaves without getting a phone number. So his plan of attack is, <laughs> is. to leave without getting a phone number. Like what I'm going to try to do is make a conscious choice not to have any connection. You know when your dad way. catches you smoking and makes you smoke a carton? Yeah. He's trying to, like, burn himself out therapy. on failing. <laughs> I'm not closing the deal. Just take a dip in the failure pond. What are you <laughs> doing, dude? It's hey, like... Sweet face. Dip, gotta go. It's like uh, Alec Baldwin said in that movie. A, always B, B, D, dipping. Always, always B, dipping. dipping. Dip, I'm out. See, I would take I'm, it one step further and just, at a full run, pass by these women and just go, <laughs> you're really pretty. Good face. And you're gone and you're out. Doppler dating is what we call it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we used to do that um, in in uh, in our hometown of Huntington. I remember Justin introduced me to that game where we would drive around and yell things at people as we drove by. Uh, and I had to stop playing that game. We would always nice things like, hey, cute face. Or, hey, I like your jorts. Um, but we had to stop playing that game, or at least I did, because uh, there's nothing more infuriating than when people yell shit at you. Yeah, because you never assume it's nice, and you, you can't make it out. You almost never can make it out, um, and there's no there's no recourse. There's nothing you can, you can't be like, yeah, well, fuck you too. Oh, you're gone. <laughs> you already left. <laughs> you're like in a car. You're like super far away. I think that everybody should just say nice things to everybody all the time. I I I uh. I think you can end your compliment as long as you say, like, sorry, I'm a creep. Yeah. Sorry, I'm a creepo. Well, that's something. That's actually something I've always wondered. Like, when you see a girl with, her, like, a really nice haircut or something, and but if you preface by saying, I'm not trying to be creepy, but yes, you are. haircut. Yes, like, you, you are. Just made your hair, you just made your compliment so creepy. There needs to be a word for, like, a precursor that actually defines... What you're about to say to someone. Like a non-creepy no homo. Like if you're like, no creep. Like yeah. You said something. Like, it, yeah. But it, one that doesn't make you sound like a... A douche. Like, like a douche. Mm-hmm. Like, um... Like, How cre- about- what about, like, just creep warning. Just, hey. Mm-hmm. Creep alert. Like, creep alert. I'm about to creep you out. <laughs> um, yeah, that would be good. But there's gotta be something about it. Creep wise. Creep wise. Creep wise. I... No the creeping. problem with... The problem with being a creep is that, like... Drawing attention to what just a cre- makes like, it even creepier. It, there's nothing you can do to uncreep something. Like once it's been creeped, it's like the taint. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. it's like the, that that uh, it's like that virus that's killing all those bats in Ohio. Like once it's there, you can't get it off your nose. It's just gonna ruin the population. Because the more you try to justify it, the more creepy it becomes. So the, exactly. Like, no, but I didn't. But I was just uh, creepy. Do you know the only thing you can do is make it fucking work. Just make, make it, it work do for work. you. It's hard to do. I've never done it. <laughs> do as we do as we say, not as we do here. If you yeah. if you crack this Da Vinci Code, you let me know because yeah. I would love to. I'm I'm filled with boundless love. I would I love think... to just come up to people in the street and be like, "Hey, you are just 
super attractive. Everything you're doing, yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> but like, you know how to make that work. How do you make it work? You be Get, Bradley Cooper. You be super you attractive. Be, yeah. Yourself. Fuck me. Hugely, Fuck. hugely attractive. I was going um, down the list of features. I checked Whitford. I didn't yeah. check Cooper. <laughs> gotta be careful. Mistake. Yeah. Uh, you. You. Uh, you. Uh, got, you got to be careful. Um, and and number one, step one, don't refer to yourself as the Bay Harbor Butcher. Like I don't mm. think I can emphasize this enough. Hey, I'm from California. And I recently enrolled in college on the East Coast. I'm a big basketball fan. And by that, I mean baseball. Sorry. I'm a big baseball fan, specifically a Giants fan. Mm-hmm. And uh, sorry, are you a big fan or a Giant? I recently had the pleasure of watching my team thrash my friend's team, the Paleys, in the North League Championships. <laughs> <laughs> I put this question in as a test. In the mountains of the North... <laughs> We beat Clan Stark, the team of the North. Uh, sadly, he is an uber sore loser to the point where shit talking is no fun. Now, when I talk shit, he just admits his team's failure and overall inferiority. This just makes me feel like an asshole. <laughs> How can I talk shit and not feel like an asshole? This, what are you desperately this seeking is, solutions? Like, what are you saying? You, How can I be you, a dick and not be a dick? <laughs> have you? Wait, first of all, what? Okay. Do you not understand what an uber sore loser is if you're like, hey, your team lost? And he's like, yeah, they did. That seems like a pretty good loser to me. I completely accept my team's failure. Oh, okay. No, he's like taking it so personally that he can't rib him. And what's that guy's deal? Like, hey, the Phillies suck. I know. (laughs) I suck too. Everything sucks. I'm just a little bitch. I can't do anything right. Stupid Darren. This is exactly why Susan left me. This is why Susan left you. It's because of the Phillies. <laughs> Come back, John Crook. <laughs> Your friend needs to get some pride. I think you need your operation needs to change. You need to change from a how do I be a jerk and get away with the operation to a let's build Darren up. Like you gotta if you care about Darren, and I know you do, you gotta start building up that confidence in both him and the Phillies. They don't need any help building confidence in the Phillies. The Phillies, I don't know if you guys know this. I, I know you guys aren't big baseball men. The Phillies, half robot. Half of their league. Half of, half of their bench is robotic. Okay, so not like cyborgs. Like, half of them are 100% human. Ha- okay, there's, some, there's some mixies in there. There's some half and halves. Right. Half robot, half human. Uh, Roy Halladay, 100% robot. He's actually a pitching machine, like one of those things that you see at batting cages, only they they had a wizard cast a spell on him to make him look like a, a human being. It seems like there should be rules against that. You there think? are rules against it. The Phillies are cheaters. They live in a cheat city oh. full of cheaters. <laughs> Fuck the Phillies. So why is it that this guy is so down on his team? Probably because he hates robots. He knows that that's the future. The future is all 100% robotic. Oh, shit. He feels bad that he feels like a traitor to, to flesh men. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that what you're Because he's me? a flesh traitor. He's a flesh he's traitor. He's a flesh traitor. Um, I, I, everybody should have been rooting for the Giants in that. Brian Wilson is a real American hero. And he's, he's not robot at all. I hope that our fans who also know anything about sports have enjoyed these past three minutes because that's all you're getting. We waited a year to give you this much and you've got to wait another year for three minutes of sports-related riffing. Uh, I, I, don't, I, I, never, I almost never want to ostracize entire just swaths of fans of our show. Like, I, I love everybody. But if you're a Phillies fan, you can go fuck off. <laughs> okay.
Okay, good. Go cool. find a different podcast. This one's not for you. Cool. Okay, uh, I, I disagree with that. In robo, fact, robo lover. Okay. Robo can, I ask, can I ask one of the two um, internal advice questions that I have for the show? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this year, um, you know, I, I this is my second year living in Cincinnati. Yep. And I've decided to become a Reds fan. Yeah, you People did. have been giving me shit about that. And they're like, you can't just become a fan. Like, oh, you become... Why not? I'm you like, absolutely I'm can. Gonna, yeah, it's like I live here. I'm going to follow it. It's not like I'm like rabid about it. I'm not going to like go around and be like, woo, Reds are the best. There, I don't know anything about baseball. But. Scraps, I think the problem you have is telling people, hey, I'm about to become a Reds fan. Coming oh, yeah? up in a couple of weeks, I think I'm going to become a Reds fan. So look for, look for that. Look out I for that. It, it takes you a whole season of watching a, a, a ball organization to like really grok what their their style is to really grok their Mm -hmm. style and after that you can be like i'm a fan like i didn't give a shit about football until i moved in with a huge packers fan uh this year and so i started watching the packers and then they won the super bowl and now i'm a packers fan which makes me look like a shithead like (laughs) yeah but you had already picked your horse. I had already picked my horse. I had no idea the what they were The same thing about. happened to me with the Red Sox. With the, the first year that they they won the World Series, I lived that summer with a really huge Red Sox fan. And then I was like, okay, now I like the Red Sox. And then how are we everybody not, gave me shit. How are we not the most, like, the richest sports gamblers in the world? Yeah. Well, because I mostly just bet on golf. You're just a, you, you vote on McElroy. He's crushing mm-hmm. it. He is yeah, crushing he is. it. He's like 11 under. 11 under. I'm okay, 15. that's all I can't. I literally can't talk and about sports anymore. he's only 21. Okay. I'm dying. I'm ki- this is killing me. Uh, I was recently involved in a retail rage incident over a parking space. As it came to a head, it became very clear this man wanted to punch me. He didn't. But that didn't stop me from thinking about what I would do if he did. My first thought was to instantly kick him in the balls. But what do I do after that? Borderline beaten up in Baltimore. Good one. Baltimore, see, they have a stellar baseball work. I, I swear to God, I swear to God, it'll be my Listen, brother and me. And I just want to sued I, by 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 Nickelodeon. <laughs> I want to take a second. Okay, I apologize to people who live in Philadelphia. Okay, We're all over the line. The backpedaling now. Your baseball team is all chips and wires, and you know it. <laughs> um, a ball kick is a pretty good. I don't think that's a good opening salvo. Like, ball yeah, kick. The problem the is, you got thirty seconds where this guy could just wail on you before that catches up with him. Mm. Well, but also you got to really? wait. Hold on, hold on. Stop. Wait, 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 wait. Thirty seconds. <laughs> that's how long it takes for pain signals to get from your balls to your brain. There's a. It's a delayed response. Have you, have you not experienced this? A ball kick doesn't take. Th- for me, it's like. It's like preeminent. Like I see the foot coming towards my balls, and I I have phantom pains already. Like I feel there's already. a delay. There's a definite delay there. A definite For thirty delay seconds. With... How slow are your your balls wires? What my, my balls, balls wires are so fat. Like they're straight gold plated wires that go like straight to my cabbage. brain. I feel oh, like you got HDMI, HDMI ball wire. <laughs> I'm working with a T1 connection on my balls wires. I got a. I my balls just got prodigy this year, so they're taking oh, a long time. It's like twenty four ball. <laughs> balls down there here's um, the thing to think about it, it you got to tell this story later and do you want to be the dude who leaves off the story with i kicked him in the ball <laughs> so i kicked him in the nutsack <laughs> like how often are you going to get to punch somebody full off in the face i think yeah. that opportunity would be so rare you should just grab it i've never done it I've, i don't I've think i've never i've never punched a, i mean we played lockjaw before but i've never yeah i've never not like, like an anger not like an anger you just punch somebody for fun but I've never straight up though. You will break your hand. Like you think? the human skull is unless you get them like right on the cheek. The human skull is basically like 
a, a you know an eighth inch of skin and then all bone, you will break your hand. Why not try to make a friend? Why not just give him a hug and say, <laughs> "Listen, I, we were about to fight in this imaginary scenario I concocted." But uh, like, like, what if we get a, what if we get our next question is from a guy who says, "Hey, I got into an argument with this guy and I almost beat him up, but then I didn't, and I feel like the bigger man." I hope he wasn't thinking about kicking me now. in the balls. <laughs> yeah, I'm, ge- I'm getting married in June to his sister. He's my best man. I love him very much. I love him very much. Don't tell his sister. We are in love. <laughs> we are in a parking space. <laughs> we fell in love because we hated each other so much over the parking space. Um, I say. If you're if you're committed to fighting the guy, samurai sword, samurai act, sword, act crazy. <laughs> hit him with the flat edge of a samurai sword. Don't cut him. We would Don't never endorse him. that. But oh, hit him start with by just edge. hitting him with like um, the scabbard, just like whack him once in the face, <laughs> just to taunt him and be like, yeah. "That could have been the blade." Walk away. Walk away. I have a sword on my hip. I guess at all times. I'm the kind of guy that rolls around with a sword tied to his waist. Walk away, bro. You know, you Did never you hear, have- when you hear somebody in the ER, like, if you hear them in the ER, and they get stabbed with a sword, it's always a samurai sword. You never hear, like, he got stabbed with a midi. No, it was pretty much a guy walking around with a katana, and he and he was, uh, he just had it. And if you see a guy like that, just walk away, because he probably yeah. will, the, he doesn't have a lot katana, going on. The katana is the official sword of crazy people. Right. Yeah. Um... I've never gotten in a fight before, and I I don't know if you guys have this fear that the first time I get in a fight, I'll kill the man. Sure. Oh, yeah, like, we've talked about this. My my giant ham fist will, will kill a dude. I don't want to kill him. Everybody who hasn't been in a fight assumes that were they in a fight, or every man, I guess, I, I would limit this. I don't know if ladies think this way. I hope not. <laughs> it's kind of terrifying. Every guy who hasn't been in a fight thinks that were they in a fight, they would be a lethal fighter. They would be. Okay, like, I'm not even tap into something. Suddenly, deep. the spirit would overtake them. something in they them. Would, would taste would blood. Flip. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I, like. I don't think that I'll launch like a fury of of punches at a person that had such tremendous strength that it would kill him. But like, what if my my meager upper body strength? What if I unleash that on somebody? Just my normal upper body strength. But I hit them in just the right place, and their heart explodes. Whoa. Like, that can happen all the time. It what if I punch them in the brain, and their brain stops working? Or what if you punch them in the wrong place and give them a boner? What if you punch them, and it makes you fully erect? <laughs> <laughs> you have to live with that. There's only one thing that gets me going. I've been desensitized to everything else. I have to punch a man in the face to reach full erection. Griffin, you were moving up the ranks of the UFC very quickly. What happened? <laughs> um, my career was cut tragically short because I couldn't punch a man without getting a boner, and they if they found it hard to get sponsorships after that, that kept happening. Rockstar Energy Drink pulled their 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 endorsement because they yeah. didn't like my my fight boner. Yeah, but Rockstar Iggy Pop left in there and wrote me a check. He said he liked what I was doing. He said it was kind of nuts. Hey, how about a Yahoo? Yeah, sure. This one was sent in by Kelly. Thanks, Kelly. It's by Yahoo Answers user Clarissa, who asks, Has anyone found any Jersey Shore fan fictions? <laughs> I have already looked on MIBA.com and fanfiction.net, so is there any other sites or ideas on where to look? I mean, those are the two. Those are the main ones that I go to. Um, Here's the good news. They're real people. You can make fan fact. <laughs> <laughs> you just go meet them and make it happen. 
Um, it's it's a good thing that I had a little bit of free time before this episode. Oh, goody. Let me tell you, Clarissa, there is indeed Jersey Shore fan fiction. <laughs> Fuck. Get out of my way, bitch. I yelled out my window at the ghetto-ass hoopty that was trying to cut me off. I pulled my head back into the car before taking a sip of my Red Bull. I don't need any distractions or traffic. I need to get to the Jersey Shore. I had just drove into Seaside Heights, and I finally realized that people can't drive. Honk. Move. Hey, guys. <laughs> my name is Rosalina Lee. I'm 23, and I'm ready to party it up in the Jersey Shore. I'm 50% Chinese, 50% Italian, and 100% Guidet chick from New York City. My name is Chi-Chi, for my Chinese heritage. Every guy loves me, every girl's a hater. I'm 5'3", hazel eyes, brunette, so sexy, isn't it? How long is yeah, this story, Griffin? That's like mad sexy. That is I so mean, sexy, Chi-Chi. I mean, it's pretty good. It's a pretty good <laughs> length. Uh, I'll, I'll just do a quick uh, summary. Yeah, does it get uh, dirty? Does it get lights up with Nicole Snooky Palazzi sure. at one point? Uh-huh. They just fucking hit the town, tear it up. Who's that? It's Vinny. Vinny's in the mix now. <laughs> Vinny, drinking. this is my girl, Chi Chi. They're, vi- they're drinking. I have, uh, oh, Polly's there. He's DJing a hot set rear, rear. at an Italian dinner fam- family dinner party. Whoa, they're at an Italian di- family dinner party with Chi Chi that Polly's V. DJ? Polly's Polly is flipping on the ones and twos. Vinny's in the mix. What's what's that? <laughs> I've Who's never that seen girl? the show, but I have to assume you're talking about Polly Shore. Yes, Polly Shore is okay, there, right. and is I, I. It's a shame the situation couldn't make it out for this. Uh, Did he? Yeah, situation doesn't make an appearance. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Good. Thank you. So what? Ha- like, what's the arc? Like, what's the plot? Uh, they well, go then to this they party. start finding codes in all of Da Vinci's paintings. <laughs> We gotta steal the Declaration of Independence, and then we gotta work out on it. What? <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. There's some really sweet uh, flexes for your trikes and your dykes on the back of it. You gotta check them out. Really flex it out. Check my trikes. Check my trikes and my dykes out. I learned from the back of the Declaration of Independence that uh, that uh, you gotta get cut. <laughs> gotta get diamond. Um, did you guys know that Abraham Lincoln was the the original of the situation? <laughs> was he? Mm-hmm. <coughs> That's the truth. That's how he f- he summoned the strength to end slavery. It's because do you know what his Jersey Shore name was? Tell me. Uh, the Emancipator. <laughs> the Emancipation. The Great Emancipator. What up? Who's in the club? club? It's the Great Emancipator. <laughs> did you guys know that people once you enter Jersey Shore, you get a new moniker? Really? Your name, mm-hmm. your name legally changes. Well, you have to apply for it, and it usually takes like six to eight weeks before you get it back. There's a lot of bureaucracy yeah. involved. You got to go to shitty Ellis Island and, um, like, and like <laughs> change your name to something terrible. What would your guys' Jersey Shore names be? Do you think? M- me? Mm-hmm. Well, both of you, the two people I'm talking to on this podcast. I would get a perm, and people would call me the Experminator. And I, I would, I would, but I would be like uncomfortable about it because the word sperm is right in there. <laughs> it's, it leaves the door, it leaves the door open for some really just baseline, low hanging fruit ridicule mm-hmm. that uh, I think I would probably regret today pretty quickly. Travis, um, I, I would probably get a really strong fake tan, um, and want to be called Orange Julius. <laughs> what about Philippe? <laughs> 
many Philippes are running up See, that's there. the thing. That's what I don't understand about Jersey Shore names is that they can flip from the situation or uh, Mr. Hardbody. Right. With, like something completely out of this world crazy. Is there not one goddamn sane person in New Jersey that goes, listen, you can't name yourself the something. Like, <laughs> that is not something you can do. You yeah. can't call yourself the situation. Um, unless you're in the XFL. You can't just name yourself anything. Right. <laughs> but the other, you the are other... a group of people, if you are a group of people living inside one body, if you are legion, then you can become <laughs> the situation. <laughs> the catastrophe. I have, I have a situation over here. My body's possessed by a, a, a squadron of demons. But, like, changing your name, isn't changing your name sort of like saying you're going to become a fan of this team? Like, you've got to just do it and commit to it and then, and then let people so you're die. Saying, like, you say... I'm I'm now the situation. Like I'm what I'm saying is if I walk into the club and say, Hi, my name's Dr. Crankenstein and I <laughs> let's crank it up, then the only people who are gonna take me seriously are people who are meeting me for the first time that evening, and maybe not even them. Definitely not even them. Especially not them. <laughs> See, I think we gotta go the other route, which is if you move to Jersey Shore, you can also change your name to something completely reasonable. To <laughs> something just like Another name, like a different name that a, a different another person name. might have. Like, oh, in, in Chicago, I'm Griffin, but once I get to Jersey Shore, I'm, I'm Antoine. Right. I would like my Jersey Shore name to be A Situation. <laughs> you don't want it to be definitive. No, I am, I am a one of <laughs> One of any number of situations. Hey, uh, guys, when I uh, get done sunning myself in the Jersey Shore, you know where I like to take a trip to? Where to? The Money Zone. Man, you just took it right there. Yeah, I was leaving. I I thought you don't you put like a liner there or something, some sort of music there. I left the gap. Uh, Who's taking us this week, Griffin? Uh, We have two two people. (laughs) <laughs> uh, two different distinct people and organizations taking us to the money zone. The first, first off is Dawson's Puberty Cream. <laughs> Dawson's Puberty Cream. Rub it on your parts. <laughs> Rub it on your throat. It's not going to crack anymore. Dawson's for when it absolutely has to be hairy. Is that is that echinacea? Oh, that's deli- that's a delightful scent. Bob Ball. What? Bob Ball. <laughs> What about him? He's a professional. He's, I mean, he's your yeah. he's your friend and mine, but he's a professional voiceover artist. And people say, "What is that?" Like, I don't you, know what that is. You don't know I'm, what that is. I'm an idiot, baby child. <laughs> You're a fool. Let me tell you, it's when you talk but you don't see the person. That's a voice actor. Are we? You know, we actors? haven't talked about it in a while. But like, if you listen to the show and at the beginning of the show, you're like, "Who is reading that?" That smooth, velvety um, warning at the beginning of the show. I so I always thought Paul. it was. I always thought it was the dragon from Dragonheart. Did you? Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, not the not Sean Connery, but the actual dragon. The actual dragon okay. that, whose voice they had to dub over. Like, yeah. Like Natalie Wood in West Side Story. This <laughs> <laughs> dragon's super loud. Can you keep it down, dragon? We're just going to replace you with Sean Connery. <laughs> That's no, it. You, you would get uh, Bob Ball. He, he does that. He does voiceover dragon work, commercials, podcast intros, voicemails, whatever. He'll do anything for you. And he has a range, he says, from condemning to condescending, explanatory to exclamatory. Which that should probably be on his uh, on his business cards. On his everything. He should yeah. tattoo that. 
on himself, on his body. Yeah, he can write. He does sound effects. He edited a video for us uh, over at Joystick that was that was dynamite. Um, it was a lot of fun. And his rates are reasonable. And um, if you want to get a hold of him, it's uh, Bob at BobBallVO.com. Um, and you can check out the website, BobBallVO.com. And he's revamping that website, so make sure you check it, check Lots it out. Lots of interactivity. Some games for the kids. Go to the kids' corner. We'll sing so, your kids to sleep. Something for everybody. And, and as a special, special edition, um, this week on Thursday, April 14th, his wonderful wife, Michelle... Um, it's her birthday, and she will be turning 21 again. So, happy birthday, Michelle. Um, uh, now, now, also, this is a bi-lane. This is a bi-lane we're taking. Uh, also, to, to, to the money zone. Also, meta game theory, or as Travis here has written, meet game theory. Theory. Uh, you know, theory. Theory. Me- Justin, do you know how hard it is to write an email when you're drunk at 8 in the morning? <laughs> I, I do want you guys to know that traditionally, as uh, how I build the question list is just mostly all just copy and pasting. And I actually had to type that one in. It was the one thing in this entire list I hand typed and mm-hmm. I blew it. Metagametheory.com. That's a podcast that explores the unique ability all games have to stimulate the mind, not just your thumbs. See, I usually just feel it in my thumbs. Is it because I don't listen to this podcast and I don't know how to open myself? You need to open your heart to the metagame theory. I want to know how the games I play affect me psychologically, now, psychosomatically. Okay, well, listen. If you want that, metagame theory is that for you. But it's also a gaming channel. It brings you, uh, you got strategy talk. They got rants. They got special guests. Old friends. And theories that connect them all in the metagame. This is a show, this is the matrix of podcasts, is the best way to describe it. And if you want to be the one, you can find the show at metagametheory.com. How, much is, how much is it going to cost me, Dina? $108 an episode. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Really? Listen, that's pricey, but you got to think of everything you're getting for that. You're getting competitive rants. You're getting old friends. Maybe get some new friends. You're going to learn things about games that you didn't know about. Tetris <laughs> is... A, is a brainwashing machine invented by the Russians. Whoa, really? Yeah, yeah. They and ended you, the Cold War with Tetris. And you learn this at metagametheory.com? Mm-hmm. Well, Boy, not that, because it's a lie. That It's total phony baloney bullshit I just made up. It just, from whole Because call. actually the show is entirely free. Incredibly free. It's oh, yeah, yeah, the, the $108 thing, that was, that was totally fallacious. You're just like a lot of flim-flam from you today, I feel like. Yeah, I'm a, fl- I'm a flamster. This is... This is true, though. The first three people who go subscribe to the RSS feed on the site and then send an email mentioning this ad are going to get a free T-shirt. Go. Whoa. Gird go, your rush. stupid loins. Go gird your stupid. Wait, why would you gird your loins with a T-shirt? <laughs> I made his diaper. I'm a free, it was free. I figured, fuck it, right? I made a diaper out of this metagametheory.com T-shirt. Um, but, but listen to that show. And maybe, oh, what if these two forces could get together? What if Bob Ball could do voiceover for metagame theory, or as Travis has written here, meet game theory. That's the, that's the old tongue. <laughs> in, the, in, the old, in the old tongue. You've actually uh, written Rob Tall here, too, which is weird, because yeah. that's not his name. <laughs> I'm Rob Tall. I'm a voiceover artist. <laughs> a, a, a voiceover artist? Yes, yeah. that's what I said. 
and and if you go to maybe if the two of them go together, you'll uh, you'll hear a song that the two of them will make a jingle, if you will, that might sound uh, a little something like this. I gotta pop those knucks first. His name is Bob. That's short for Robert. His brother's name is Rob. That's also short for Robert. <laughs> One acts with voices, the other facts with voices. And they love each other very, 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 very much. He's got the voice of a dragon, he's got the eyes of a marmot. He's got the soul of a man and the body of a man. But he's playing mind games. He's playing mind games. Like the kind of mind games you find at Metagame Theory. I said the kind of the mind that you find at Metagame Theory. Did I mention Voice of the Dragon yet? Yeah, I think you got yeah. that. Can you say uh, something about the free t-shirt? Can you work that in? Yeah, okay. Robert. Robert, <laughs> what you wearing? Robert, what you got on there? Underneath that suit and tie. Right against your chest. Don't play it so close to the chest. Gotta know what's your t-shirt say. It says metagametheory.com and it was free. I didn't pay anything for this t-shirt. I got it from my brother who won a podcast contest. <laughs> the end. That was wonderful. I feel like I can get like four or five more verses out. No, I don't think we need that many. <laughs> no. I don't think would be. Robin I Bob, think, hey, Robin this is kind of. Robin Bob, Robin Bob, Robin Bob, Robin Bob, Robin Bob. Robin Bob, <laughs> Robin Bob, this is the bridge. Okay. And then it, now is it over, would you say? Robin Bob, <laughs> okay. Robin Bob, they both have dragon voices. Robin Bob, Robin Bob, mind games. Hey, this is an ironically timed question. I am bored. Unless I'm actually, <laughs> actually laughing at any moment, I am bored. I think this is causing problems in all areas of my life, but especially trying to keep a man. They're all just too boring. How can I retrain my brain, says Allison, 29 and three-fourths? Sounds like you're leading the most boring life. Yeah, what about some excitement? Maybe put some Tabasco in your meals, both metaphysically and sort of literally. Like put Tabasco on your soul? Yeah, a little, a little soul in your bowl. <laughs> a little spice. <laughs> spice. Spice in your life. The spice is life. Why don't oh my you God. throw some Tabasco on your man? Ooh. You won't see that coming. In his eyes. Ah. Um, you got to keep it zesty, Allison. Yeah. Do gotta... one thing every day that scares you. <laughs> How's that sound? That sounds Why pretty inspirational, doesn't it? stab myself in the stomach a little bit. <laughs> I'm starting little. to scare myself. Just the tip. Um, maybe men are, I mean, people are, can be kind of boring. I think you, you need to think about this. I'm going to turn this around on you yet again. Maybe chicks. <laughs> Hold on. No, no wait. wait. <laughs> no wait. Stay with me. 
Maybe. I don't know why you're trying to usher in the apocalypse even faster, John. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there eventually. Classic callback. Classic. Um, deep. Deep. You got to peel back the layers because everybody has something magical inside them. Everybody has a little seed of magic. You just yeah. got to get to it. Even the Bay Harbor Butcher. The Bay Harbor Butcher, he has obviously a lot of love in his soul. He just doesn't know how to let it out right. Without cutting women. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to be too counterproductive here, but you may want to just like, I don't want to say lower your standards, but life isn't going to be a constant roller co- coaster of excitement and unless you, know, you work at King's Island. Yourself. Yeah. There oh, it is. Get a job at King's Island. Go get a job at King's Island. Ride the Son of the Beast every day. Woo. Oh, too bad they closed. Well, that'll that. be especially scary because that is closed. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't exist. But that's good, man. Fuck that roller coaster. It would be terrifying. Took my eye, I think. Oh yeah. And are my eyes bad? I think that roller coaster scared my eye into not working. <laughs> wow. Like, something every day that scares your eye. Think about this, Allison. You, by leading a boring life, you've avoided having your eyes scared to the point of inoperation. Mm-hmm. As it happens as all the time. I read about it in the science journal. How about a Yahoo? Because I've got give a me, lot of them. Give me, give me, give me. Oh, this is this will be good. This one was sent in by Jacob Blocker, who's just the best guy. Uh, it's by Yahoo Answers user Ice Cream Eater, who asks, <laughs> "Should I build a disco playhouse for kids in my backyard?" <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let me explain. Okay. I had this idea. <laughs> In the back of my head for a while, and I liked a little advice, and that's what we do here. I myself was a 70s kid, and disco fever never died in my heart. Oh, what shit. if I built a mini Studio 54 in my backyard? <laughs> I, could, I could get a disco ball, a stereo for my old record player, and a Pixie Sticks vending machine. Uh huh. I'd okay. love to dress my kids up like 70s celebrities like John Travolta, Barbara Streisand. Mick Jagger and such, and uh-huh. make them dance and have fun. Should I go through with the idea? Hey, you fucking kids. Hey, you fucking kids. You don't look like you're having fun. I'm going to make you have fun, Babs. I'm, I'm going to make you have fun. Little Mommy Babs, take. dance with little John. Have fun. Do your best Jagger, because you're Mick Jagger. Do it. Snort this pixie stick. Snort it. That's what he means, right? By pixie stick? Oh, Christ, yes. What right? colors should the inside of the disco playhouse be painted? Should the disco playhouse have windows or no windows so it's dark inside? Yeah, I What's think the color of massive amounts of psychological suffering. <laughs> That's really gonna puce. What color would you paint the inside of the disco playhouse door? If the disco lights disco ball is turned on and me and the kids are dancing, would it be better to have curtains at the entrance of the disco playhouse to block out any outside light or no curtains and close the door? I think Holy fucking Jesus shit. Christ. Which is the one that keeps Jesus out? Is that <laughs> curtains or is that a door? Because if he can see, he's going to kill you instantly and take you to hell himself. <laughs> and he doesn't like to go down there. Wow. Ice so, cream. Dog. You dog. No, no windows. No. <laughs> you owe it to your, your brood, your ruined brood, to, <laughs> no to make sure that their, their fucking friends, their cohorts... In elementary school, aren't going to see them dressed up in polyester jumpsuits and snorting pixie sticks with their dad. It's too late. They're dead. They're dead inside. You killed them already. They're dead inside and outside if you let them snort pixie sticks in a tiny Studio 54 you built in your backyard. Hey, I know I only get you kids on the weekends, but listen. (laughs) Listen, look what I've been working on all week. 
Uh, I've been working on a discotheque for you and your little dear friends. Want to come? You want to have your little friends come? Dad, we're twenty six. We're twenty six years old, Dad. You know, you know. I heard your friends talking about how much you love the Gap Band, and I was just, oh, that's a conversation that never happened, nor will it ever. God, I miss the seventies. Yeah, I miss the seventies too. Hey, do you guys want to make a, a Wild Cherry reunion group? Like, we'll get it. Little Wild Cherries is what we'll call it. Oh, motherfucker! How okay? No windows, no doors, no walls. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> No problem. No problem. You never had. I know. Listen, I've had some fucking stupid ideas too. Okay, I'm there with you. Like I've had some ill-advised notions that my wife has had to dispel me of. Uh, I tried to order my own dinner once. That did not go well. For example, the this or is it great? I like. I want it to be going on. Like, like I want it to be going on in the world that I live in. I just don't like the idea of it happening to real. Yeah, People. I don't like the idea of a dad, like, consulting with his children. Like, should there be a fuck room? Like, dad? <laughs> Daddy? Should we just have a, like, a champagne, a champagne, re- like, a champagne tent, maybe? This is the, like, this is the slip and slide. It's coated in vodka. <laughs> Crazy. Tonight. I think that you're never too young to indulge in all of your mind and heart's bacchanalian desires. Unless the only party guests have the same last name as you. <laughs> In which case, you're always going to be me and the kids partying like it's 1973. The kids. No. The kids punked out at like 1030. They went mm-hmm. inside and watched Babar. But I stayed there just twirling, just wildly twirling just to the twirling, sound of Donna's Hoping that if I spin fast enough, I'll reverse the rotation of the earth and travel back in time to grown up. Studio 54 to well, adult Studio 54. You know, you know the, the one good thing about this is you're really going to prepare your kids because for the rest of their life, um, they can always say, like, no matter how uh, sad or weird things get for them, they can always say it's neither the saddest nor weirdest thing they've ever <laughs> been a party to. And when your kid becomes the Bay Harbor Butcher and they're constantly <laughs> trying to peel people's faces off, they have a pretty justifiable reason for why they are that way. Hey, Guys, I just want to say, I don't want to creep you out. But I think you're beautiful. Can I teach you how to roller skate? <laughs> <laughs> will, will you come to Lil 54 with me? And let me We're going you. to Lil 54. I hear Lil Elton John is there playing Lil Crocodile Rock. <laughs> the kids love it. What if it turns out to be really fucking fresh, though? What if it's dope and every kid wants to get in? What if it's dope and everyone wants to be your kid's friends because what of it? They have to stand behind a tiny velvet rope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And have sex with the tiny doorman to get in. <laughs> Stop it. That's Stop. not good. You're weirding me out. That's like that is what hap- That is what will happen. But I that- haven't seen the movie. In their movie called like just Fifty Four, and it's just like mm-hmm. Smite Myers, Myers and Ryan Phillippe in it, and they're yeah. just like fucking in big pits of bubbles all the time. Yeah, the bubbles mm-hmm. are made of LSD. Yeah, and then like three flamingos are there. What if the dad is the only one that gets coked out? And he just like <laughs> rolls around the dance floor, welcoming kids to his party. Welcome uh-huh. to my party. Welcome. Welcome to Little 54. <laughs> Michael's over there in the corner if you want to go play with him. What do you mean I can't get in, Little Bouncer? I made this place. I built this out of my own two hands. I am I Little Studio 54. <laughs> That's no little... You can't cut me out, David. We built this together one weekend. If you remember. Hey, if this uh, happens, yeah, it can will everybody 
can we crowdsource this and just say, everybody, go outside, look in your backyard, look in your neighbor's backyards, and if you see this, if you see this, can you just call me? I'll give you my number. I need to know. I'm, but I, it's been a really rough month, yeah, and I could really use this. this in my life right now. Hey, I, I, uh, I want to hear Griffith's last question. But first, uh, a few housekeeping things. If you haven't gotten tickets to our uh, live show yet in Chicago, that's going to be next Sunday, you know, six days from today, I guess. Uh, 10 o'clock, us, Dan Telford, Jordan, Jesse Go. It's going to be huge. We've sold about half the tickets. They're only 12 bucks. So if you want to go, bring a crew. It's going to be a lot of fun. Where can they get tickets? It's at secondcity.com, right? Or you can go... Uh, we There's will. a couple links on the maximumfun.org. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll tweet blast it too. Yeah. When, uh, when this episode goes up, you can check check out. But make sure you get tickets to that. Like we said, they're only twelve bucks, and it'll be a lot of fun. Mbmam.com um, is our website. That's where you can go to listen to other episodes of the show. Uh, we uh, the ways you can ask us questions are there. Mbmam at maximumfun.org. Mbmam. MVMBAM at MaximumFun. One year, guys. One, One year, year we've been doing this. And you can't get the URL correct. It's I'm that sorry. Hyperlink. It's that hyperlink. Um, any any uh, Twitter people we want to say hi to? I mean, who's been talking up the show? Dan Rogers took his MVMBAM shirt to go see the Pixies. I'm sure Frank Black saw it and thought, hey, looking good. There goes my favorite podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I am Ben Kendrick. Is throwing a pack your bags and move away, going away party. A theme there. We like that. Where's he going away to? I don't know. Cool. They're leaving New York. Uh, Momo Heen has caught up on all the back episodes, even with her aching teeth. Oh, I know. Our show is best appreciated when you still got like a little nitrous buzz going from the dentiste. MBMBAM.com. Uh, you can also you'll see a, fo- a link to the forums there. Uh, lots of good discussions and growing. We're there all the time talking with people, so make sure you stop by and say hello. Um, uh, and make sure at the live show, um, if you come, you know, send us questions now, and maybe we'll oh, get God, some yes. from at the live show. Um, and let us know. Say, hey, I'm going to be at the live show, and here's my question. Um, and also make sure to stick around afterwards, because we'll we'll probably go get shoisted. It's going to be my, my fucking birthday. Everyone's going to be there. My dad's going to be there. It's gonna, gonna be gonna dope. Party. We're gonna party with my dad. It's gonna be sick. Uh, it's gonna be sick. Uh, it'll be like little fifty four again. It's gonna we'll be, be like tiny baby fifty four for babies. <laughs> uh, it's gonna be like big tiny fifty four. We're gonna have pixie sticks as far as the eye can see. We're gonna uh, be snorting them. My dad's gonna be there. It's gonna be sick. Seriously, though, all kidding aside, uh, it's been a year we've been doing this. Thank you guys so so much. I know we say thank you a lot, but I I really I really mean it. Um, this I don't think we we mentioned this on the show last week, but we broke a million downloads. Broke a million downloads. It's yeah. so just because you guys have been so super cool and supportive. And uh, thank you for spreading the word. Keep in our first year, and please keep talking to people about the show because that's that's how we've grown, um, and it's why we're still doing it. Because you guys have been so cool and supportive and everything. And and thank you. We really appreciate it. I love I love you. So Griffin, hit me. I'm ready. This one uh, this final question. Episode 50, sent in by Jacob Locker. Thank you, Jacob. It's by Yahoo Answers user Jay, who asks, How to do extreme couponing? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just McElroy. (laughs) I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. 
This has been my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad. Square on the lips. Keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart. Hey, keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart. Man, these girls are smart. Three stacks, these girls are smart. Play your part.